Good morning, everybody online. Pastor Wayne here from Summit Church of Douglas County. Glad you're with us today. We are at the end of our 29 days of prayer and fasting, and we are so excited to be celebrating our 16th anniversary today as a church. So that's pretty exciting. Would you do me a favor and share this link with a friend on whatever social media platform you're on? It's Pastor Wayne H. Everywhere on Facebook, YouTube, Rumble, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, all those different places. And, um, and I encourage you just to continue that season of prayer that we've begun and keep getting closer to God as much as you can this year. We know God has a wonderful plan for your life and he has a wonderful plan for this church. He has a wonderful plan for our country, for our marriages, for our families, for our businesses. This is your five minute warning. We're gonna be studying Psalm 121. So grab your Bible, notebook and a, and a pen, invite a friend and join us here in five minutes. Worship starts in five minutes.
more smiley than normal. Seventeen seconds. Good morning, everybody. We have nine seconds before our online audience will witness. All right, people are going to be rolling in, I'm sure. Man, it's been good to see a lot of new folks trying out our church in the last few weeks. We had a great celebration here yesterday. Ron's folks. Let me get this. Dan and Sonia celebrated 65 years of wedded bliss. So that was pretty cool. We had a church full of guests yesterday. Hopefully some of those folks will start coming to our church, right? Who knows? Who knows? Why don't you stand with me? If you're online, join us and sing. Sing with all your heart. And uh, this is a song you can get a little silly with. So think of noises that you want to make. A joyful noise to the Lord. Ready? One. Joyful noise. 
circumstance and we could climb into our daddy's lap and we know that you got us you're taking care of us Lord you're providing for us you're healing us you're helping us you're helping us overcome every problem and every situation so meet with us today Lord and we welcome you Holy Spirit to manifest your presence in your word in our singing in our fellowship and everything we say and do here today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, let's sing about how great God is. <laughs> you give life, you are love.
want to tend to the needs of the hurting and the dying. Lord, send us out to glorify your name. Do that again. I want to reach. I want to reach for the hand reaching out for you, Lord. I want to teach everyone longing to Attend to the needs of the hurting and the dying. Lord, send us out to glorify your name. To exalt and proclaim, glorify you who came, the King of Jesus. You're my only way. You are love, you are life, you are grace.
right. That's your song, church. That's your song. The vision. I want to show you the one-year Bible here today, Max. If you put up the one-year Bible on the screen, today's reading comes from Matthew chapter 20, verses 26 through 20 is the highlighted verse. But among you, it will be different. Whoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant. Keep going. And whoever wants to be first among you must become your slave. For, it, for even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give his life as a ransom for many. Ooh. That's a call to servant leadership. That's a call for us to go, it's not about me. My life is not about me. It's about God. It's about others. If I'm anywhere in the, in the equation, I'm last. <laughs> right? It's Jesus first, yourself last, and other, others in between. Any Baptist or Pentecostal kids went to church, kids' church, remember that song? Joy, 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 Jesus first, yourself last, and others in between. You remember that? J-O-Y. Maybe it was just at our Pentecostal church. I don't know. But that's a good way to prioritize your life. Put Jesus first. Put yourself last. And put others in between. Get them in between you and Jesus and share the love of Jesus. Proclaim how good he is because he is really, 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 really good. Amen. We're going to sing How Great Is Our God.
Say hello, shake hands, give a high five, fist bump, hug, whatever you, whatever you feel comfortable doing there today. Hey everybody online, glad, glad you're joining us here today at Summit Church of Douglas County. You can support the ministry uh, by texting to give 303-625-9434. Follow the prompts using a smartphone and 100% of what you give by text will go to the ministry. You can also just donate on the platform that you're watching on if you're watching on Facebook or um, mysummitchurch.com and click the donate button and um, you can mail your gift to, to Summit Church, 200 South Wilcox Street, Box 243, Castle Rock, Colorado, 80104. And we're gonna start with the word here in a minute. Turn in your Bible with me to Psalm 121 and we're gonna get into the study today. We're glad you're joining us today. paper Bible that's great let's let's show some appreciation for uh, the Deckers helping out with worship today have you gone to Leah's kitchen and gotten the empanadas yet I call it empa Monday I go on empa Monday get your empanadas on Monday awesome turn in your Bible with me to Psalm 121 find a seat find a seat everybody we're done we're done greeting now let's get into the word I know, I get you started and I can't, you can't stop, can you? Awesome, glad you're here with me today. Um, I'm going to pass around a clipboard because next Sunday after church, we've got lots of new families, new people have joined us. It was really, really pretty full last week with lots of new people. So I feel like it's time for us to do a newcomer's reception. So uh, Maria is going to cater in some empanadas for after church next week. We're going to do a luncheon for all of you members and those of you bring friends. If you're new to the church, like what is this church about? What's the story with these people? Well, we're going to tell you the story of our church. We want to get to know your spiritual background a little bit. And we need numbers. So whoever, whoever's coming to the 
to the newcomer's luncheon, we want you to write down your name, your contact information, and the number of people that are going to be there so we can plan, we can cook enough empanadas for everybody. Does that make sense? So join us for after church next week. We'll do that. And that will lead into um, a four-week membership class that we call the Summit Growth Track. It's a 101, 201, 301, 401 sessions. We're going to do it four Sundays in a row after church. All right? And it's in the back there. So we're not going to, we're not going to study this next week, but we're going to start in, just encouraging people to become members of our church. It's like, what does it mean to become a member of Summit Church? Well, it's really easy. Have you come at least three times? And have you given at least $1 a year in the offering? You're a member. <laughs> You're in. Okay, all you have to do is come three times and give $1 a year. It's a pretty low bar for a member, right? Okay. Now, to be a leader, there are other criteria. We have an honor code. We have requirements for leadership. We, you want to come to another level, then that's another level. If you want to become an elder, you want to become a trustee, that's another level. If you want to take on small group leadership, then you have to be trained in being a small group leader. Does that make sense? So everyone can come to our church. Everyone can attend. All you have to do is give a dollar and come more than three Sundays, and you're a member, Okay. But there are certain levels of leadership, and we'll help explain that during the growth track. So I encourage you to, if you've not gone through the growth track yet, or maybe it's been a few years since you have, you want to brush up, what, do we, what does this church believe? How do they structure? How do I get involved? How do I start a ministry? What, what does it mean to be a leader? We have all of that in the growth track, so make your plans to join us for those four Sundays in a row. Some of it's online, but I prefer to do it with you guys in person, one-on-one, -on -one, so you can get to know me and I can get to know you. Well, it is 16 years since we got our chip as a church. We have, we, there were a, over a thousand ARC churches, the Association of Related Churches out of Birmingham, Alabama. I'll pass this around, but I want it back, okay? This is a piece of church. This is an heirloom of our church. We are church, number, church plant number 37 of a thousand churches, over a thousand churches that have started through the ARC. And it was 16 years ago where my wife and I felt the calling to begin Summit Church. And we started at the old True Value Hardware store. It was an empty, empty building, empty space, downtown Castle Rock. And we had our first year of ministry in that space. And then we, we had to go mobile. And it was a real adventure. And then we were at Castleview High School for 13 years. And then the pandemic hit. And then we were doing church anywhere we could. We were doing church in the park. We were doing church online. We were doing church in borrowed spaces. We were letting other, other churches letting us have their church on Sunday night. We've done church everywhere that you can imagine. Because when God calls you, you're not called to quit. Come on, amen, somebody. Amen. You're called to persevere. To, to keep going, to keep plowing. Just because it's hard doesn't mean you should stop. But what if Jesus said, well, that cross, that seems kind of hard. I'm not going to do that one. What if Paul said, no, but they might beat me up. I'm not going to preach the gospel. I can't plant churches. They're going to beat me up. No, no. <laughs> you plant anyway. You preach anyway. You go anyway. Even if it's hard. And Paul, Paul says, but we ran out of money. So, so we stopped planting churches. No, <laughs> we ran out of money, but God provided. <laughs> Come on. Ooh, right? Because a lot of people go, I'm not sure I could do that. Well, maybe you're not called yet. But if he calls you, he will equip you. And I want to show you 16 years of ministry in 10 minutes on the screen. Check it out. 
Who can? 
Isn't that beautiful? Give a hand to Jesus, everybody. Let me just make my boast in the Lord real fast, all right? Over 30,000 people have responded to the call of, of salvation in the Philippines alone because of you and your giving. Over 10 churches and 10 water wells in Ethiopia because of you and your giving. Hundreds of people reached in Castle Rock down through the 16 years. So many people that have raised their hands and said yes to Jesus. You are a miracle. <laughs> this church is a miracle because we serve a miraculous God. Amen. Can we give one more shout of praise for him today? We love you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, I'm we pray this church has 16 more on the tires at least, right? We might need a retread at some point, but we're going to get those miles in for sure, in Jesus' name. Well, I've titled the talk here today, Now and Forever, right? We have a God that's been faithful in the past. He's brought us to this far, and he wants to be with us, take us all the way home to be with Jesus now and forever. So this is a chapter and verse study of Psalm 121. We'll see how much I can get done here in about 20 minutes. And here's, here we go. We're going to start with verse 1. I look up to the mountains. Does my help come from there? My help comes from the Lord, who made the heavens and the earth. A stone of remembrance. A stone of remembrance. That's point number one. A song for the pilgrims ascending to Jerusalem. Now this is, was a psalm that they would either chant or sing in rhythm as they would make their steps out, up Mount Zion. Imagine people walking in rhythm, clapping their hands or shaking tambourines or blowing shofars and horns and celebrating God's goodness and they would chant this over and over and over again. Now if you go to the Temple Mount in Jerusalem today, you'll see a little spot that leads to that ramp, that main entrance of the temple where Jesus walked in in his day. There, there are steps, there are staggered steps Two short steps, a long step. Two short steps, a long step. Two short steps, a long step. That was for a cadence for singing and shouting and glorifying God. So imagine it going like this. I look up to the mountains. Does my help come from there? Clap. Step, step. My help comes from the Lord, the maker of the heavens and the earth. Step, step, clap. All right? Of course, it'd all be said in Hebrew, not English. So it probably had a much nicer cadence in Hebrew, maybe even rhymed in Hebrew, right? So they could remember these psalms. This was a song for the ascent to the Temple Mount. It's a beautiful idea, isn't it? They worked, they worked music into the architecture. <laughs> step, step, clap. Step, step, clap. Step, step, clap. Beautiful idea. That's good to have our hearts filled with a song. And a stone of remembrance. It's good for us to remember 16 years ago this week. God helped us start this church. This is a miracle. We're still here. We're still preaching the gospel. We're still trying to reach new people for Jesus. We still have plans. He's still putting plans into our hearts. There's some big things on the radar for this year. I'm so excited for it. Uh, many of you know I've been kind of bivocational. I've been like... I've been doing the Jesus Taxi thing, Lyft, Uber, and pastoring you. We, with, the, with the elders and trustees the other day, we made the determination I can go back to full-time being a pastor. 
Isn't that great? 40 hours a week. I can give you my full 40. Isn't that great? Now, I don't mind doing the Jesus Taxi thing, and that'll still be something I do for Christian TV and the internet, but I get to devote more of my hours to you guys and to growing this ministry. Isn't that exciting? So God has a plan. He has a plan. Now, it can get scary sometimes. You're like, what do we do next? I'm not sure what's happening. Just trust him. Just trust him. A stone of remembrance. I want to turn real quickly to Samuel 7, 12. Samuel, the prophet, did this very thing in this passage. I want to read this to you. This is uh, just an amazing thing. In Samuel 7, he says, Just as Samuel was sacrificing burnt offerings and the Philistines arrived for battle, the Lord spoke with a mighty voice of thunder from the heaven, and the Philistines were thrown into such confusion that the Israelites defeated them, and the men of Israel chased them from Mizpah to beth slaughtering them all along the way. Samuel then took a large stone and placed it between the towns of Mizpah and Jeshana, and he named it Ebenezer, a stone of help. For he said, up to this point, the Lord has helped us. A stone of remembrance. <laughs> so far, <laughs> he's helped us. So far, so good. We're still doing what God called us to do. Now it doesn't look like it looked in the beginning. <laughs> like We're not at the old hardware store anymore. We're not in my basement or my garage anymore. <laughs> We're not at Castleview High School anymore. We're not at Bison Park anymore. We're now Summit Church of Douglas County. We're in Sedalia now. Yay. Okay, yeah. thus far, this far, the Lord has helped us. Whew, thank you, Jesus. We made it this far. Hmm. Isn't it good? Yeah. It's good to remember and go, if he got me this far, where is he going to take me next? What's he going to do next? If he can bring me this far, he is faithful to get me all the way to where he wants me to be. Isn't that good? Yes. Hey, Ron, will you tweet this back a little bit? I'm, I'm feeding back just a little bit in the speaker. It probably doesn't bother anyone except for me, but that's okay. I'm a musician, so. Point number two, Max, if you throw it on the screen, point number two, God promises his protection. I want, to, I want to break this down just a little bit. God promises... Oh, hello, people. Oh, we there? Yeah. Now we're there. <laughs> God promises protection. Psalm 121, verse 3 through 4. He will not let you stumble. The one who watches over you will not slumber. God's not sleeping on the job. Sometimes it might feel like it. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever prayed the prayer like I prayed? God, where are you? <laughs> I thought you were with me. Don't you love me at all? A lot of people go, well, God didn't answer my prayer. Yes, he did. The answer was no. I don't like that answer. But no is an answer. So is slow. So is grow. Right? But we want the go. We want the yes answer. But he will not let you stumble. You might go through difficulty, but he is going to redeem you. He's going to lift you up. He's going to put you on a path where he wants you to be. And if you keep trusting him, you can, you can trust he's going to take you to good places. He will not slumber. God is not sleeping on the job. He's there. He sees every moment. He watches every tear that falls. Every prayer matters. Every prayer matters, especially the angry ones. <laughs> especially the ones where you're like, God, where are you? And he goes, oh, I like that. Come on. Come on. Talk to me. What do you need? Well, God, I'm really ticked that you did not heal this person. I'm really mad that you didn't provide what I thought you were going to provide. 
Well, am I still your God? Am I still, you still love me? Yeah, <laughs> I love you. I just don't know why you didn't do things my way. He goes, well, because you're not God. I'm God. I don't, you're going to do things my way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forget that. I forget that so often. I know it's only me, but I forget that very often. Indeed, he who watches over Israel never slumbers or sleeps. What I love about the Old Testament and the Psalms, everything that's been promised over Israel, we get to be co-heirs now. We have inherited a promise through Christ because we've been grafted in to God's promises to Israel. Now, we don't replace Israel, but we've been grafted into the family of David because of Jesus. And that's a beautiful, beautiful idea. And so I want to look at this next portion here where um, God... God gives promises his wings of protection. And, and some of you saw our blessing of the bikes um, pictures there. And you're like, what's that? Well, we started last year, the first annual ever blessing of the bikes event. You know, there's a lot of motorcyclists that go up and down Highway 105. We noticed that since we came. We're like, there's an opportunity. That's where all the fish are swimming. We need to throw out a net and get some of those fish and bring them into the kingdom of God. He was with me on that. Yeah, yeah, we need to reach those guys, right? I have a dream. I have a goal. I've been praying, saying, God, give me 200 motorcyclists that we can preach to at Blessing of the Bikes on May 1st this year, on May Day. Anybody with me? I think we could get 200 of them. I bet we could. I bet we could. And uh, I've already got, I've got a conspiracy of kindness going on right now. I've got a friend of mine that does Cajun cooking. He's going to do a whole Cajun setup. I've got a Cajun preacher friend of mine from Louisiana who was, he was one of my mentors in youth ministry. His name is Steve Munns. He's a big Harley guy and just loves Jesus. He's going to go crazy. And then I'm, the band and us, we're going to play the heaviest, loudest, crazy Jesus rocker music. You can find it. My half stack is getting warmed up for May, everybody. And I can blow out the windows at my house with my half stack. But we're going to make some noise for Jesus. And we want to see as many motorcyclists hear the gospel. And I would love to see 20 of those bikers get saved and in this church this year. How many think God can do that? Absolutely. He could do more than that. <laughs> but that's my, that's my prayer goal. I'm saying, God, at least give me a tithe of 200. Give me 20 of those guys that get on fire for God. How many we'd have to go to two services? Because those guys would have girlfriends and kids and families. Come on, right? And we might tear the place up a little bit. So we might have to pay for new carpet. We might have to do different things because, you know, it gets messy. When, you know, sheep are messy, you know, when they get into the pen, it gets messy. Sometimes you got to clean the place up. But I believe God has a plan for us to reach that community. Amen? Hell's angels is around the corner. And Jesus said, the gates of hell will not prevail against my kingdom. He's built gates right here. We got a bus stop at the gates of hell, everybody. We're trying to get them out of heaven and out of hell and into heaven, right? I love what Reinhard Barkey said about, about Africa. We want to see hell empty and heaven full, right? That's what I'm praying for. I want to see the hell's angel empty. I want to see the church full. That God has a plan for every one of those guys and those ladies. And so I'll just read Psalm, one, one, uh, one, Psalm 91, and that's what's on that trailer. If you see the, the little wings on the trailer, and it's a Roman numeral PSA, and it's XCI, which is Roman numeral 91, that's Psalm 91. That's this psalm right here. And that's what I preached last year. I'll probably preach something like that as we get close to it this year. Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare of the Lord. 
He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He's my God, and I am trusting him. For he will rescue from every trap and will protect you from the fatal plague. He will shield you with his wings. He will shelter you with his feathers. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. Do not be afraid of the terrors of the night, nor fear the dangers of the day, nor dread the plague that stalks in the darkness, nor the disaster that strikes at midday. Though a thousand fall by your side and 10,000 are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. But you will see it with your own eyes. You will see how the wicked are punished. If you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the Most High your shelter, no evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your dwelling. For he orders his angels to protect you wherever you go. They will hold you with their hands to keep you from striking your foot on a stone. You will trample down lions and poisonous snakes. You will crush your fierce lions and serpents under your feet. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. They will call on me. I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue them and honor them. I will satisfy them with a long life and give them my salvation. Whew. That's worth painting on a trailer. Right? <laughs> That's worth thinking about. I go, okay, God, I need that Psalm 91 protection. I want to know that your angels are around me, that your spirit is inside of me, that I'm doing what you've called me to do. And because I'm in your will, I know you're going to quicken me. You're going to, get, you're going to guide me as I go. You're going to speak through me. You're going to go before me and open doors that no one could open. You're going to shut opportunities that I'm not supposed to go through. Amen. I hope that you will pray that over yourself. Pray that over your marriage. Pray that over your kids. Pray it over your business. Pray it over your family. And yes, pray it over your church. Say, God, cover us. That Psalm 91 protection. We want you. We need you. We're desperate for you. Point number three here, Max. The Lord is infinitely personal. The Lord is infinitely personal. Let's break this down for a little bit. The Lord himself watches over you. If I, if I had a pen with my Bible right now, I would underline himself. The Lord himself watches over you. In other words, he doesn't delegate that to an angel. There's not some... Flunky like uh, Clarence in It's a Wonderful Life. The angel, you know, is looking after Jimmy Stewart's character. No, no. He, he himself watches over you. He cares so much for you. He doesn't, he doesn't pass that job on anyone else. He goes, I am watching you, Al. Al, wherever you go, I'm going. Whatever you do, uh, you're doing this with me. I'm, doing right. you're with, I'm with you. I'm, I'm the Lord himself. The Lord stands beside you as your protective shade. See, a lot of people are freaked out about the idea of God watches you. God sees everything you're doing. Jesus is watching you. No, 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 no. That's a wonderful thing. That's not a, that's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. He loves you. He's like, you know, how, many, how many of you taught your kids to ski when they were young? Anybody? How many of you had a technique? I, we always use this little, thing, little tool called the edgy wedgie. Remember those little wedgies? You, you, you screw the tips of the skis, and they do the pizza, french fries, pizza, french fries, right? And uh, the older they got, the harder it was to, to control them. So, but when they were really young, I would take a hula hoop, and I would ski behind them. Right? And I would say, pizza, french fries, <laughs> pizza, no pizza, 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 no pizza, please. Right? Come on, right? 
I was watching over little Gracie. I was watching over little Lily. I was looking, at, looking after Zach. Zach didn't need much help. He was bombing the hill pretty early. And Max was too cold. He was, he, he was drinking the hot cocoa in the, in the lodge. He, didn't, he thought skiing, that's for the birds. I don't, I'm not into the skiing thing. But you know what a, a father does? Is they're watching the entire time. And they're coaching. And they're saying, this way. No, no, this way. No, stay out of the trees. <laughs> no, we're going this way. That's what our Heavenly Father is like. God, the Lord himself, watches over you. Not because he's waiting to bring the hammer down, but because he's trying to guide you. He said, come on, my daughter. Come on, my son. Going this way. No, no, <laughs> no, pizza, 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 pizza. Okay, French fries, okay, French fries. All right, we're French fry. We're gonna French fry in a while. Woo, French fry, woo. Right, come on. That's how God is with you and I. He guides us, he helps us, he protects us. The Lord himself watches over you. He stands beside you as your protective shade. That's so beautiful to me. And if that's how I am, an earthly father, think of how much better our heavenly father is. I love my kids so much, but it's probably only a fraction of how much God loves you, how much God loves me. And that makes me want to tear up and th <laughs> thinking about it. I'm going to try not to mess myself up on that one. But Jesus said, I am with you always. Let's look at Matthew 28, 20. It's the end of the Great Commission. And the 11 disciples left for Galilee, verse 16 of, of Matthew 20. And they're going to the mountains where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshiped him. But some of them still doubted. Jesus came and told the disciples, I have been given complete authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands that I have given you. And be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Man, it's so comforting. It's so good to know. He's right there with us. And we are going to be doing a baptism service. Uh, February 20th. Uh, those of you online, if you have not been baptized since you believed, maybe you were baptized a as a baby, but you didn't have the choice on that. <laughs> you, you, didn't, you didn't believe and were baptized. You just got baptized, and then you didn't believe, and then later on, maybe you did. I want to encourage you to get baptized as a believer. And we're going to do it uh, this, this next month at the um, Castle Rock Rec Center pool, and we're going to have an open swim church pool party. Does that sound good? So come on out on that night. It's going to be 5.30 on February 20th, and we want to see people get baptized, and then we're just going to have a good time in the hot tub and steam room. And I know, I know th this couple actually does their Bible study and prayer time in a hot tub every single day, so I know they're going to be there. We love Al and Lisa. And they, well, we're not going to give them too much privacy because it will be a little weird. They could go to their own pool for that. All right. So uh, point number four. Point number four, Max. God is mighty to save. God is mighty to save. The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon at night. The Lord keeps you from all harm and watches over your life. Now, what does this mean? The sun will not harm you. Like, oh, I won't get a sunburn? I won't get a moon burn? No, no. <laughs> no one gets a moon burn, right? And warriors aren't worried about getting a sunburn. What they're worried about is the enemy coming up on you during the daylight. When you're not ready, or in the middle when you're unarmed. This is, these are terms of battle. When the enemy approaches you in the daytime, 
When the enemy tries to come at you at night, God's going to be with you the entire time. He's going to stand beside you as a protective shade. Nothing, that, no weapon formed against you or me will prosper in Jesus' name. We are more than conquerors because of him who loves us. Isn't that good? You ever felt a little scared, scared? like a little, oh, I'm not sure we're going to make this. Like during this last two years of a pandemic, it was like, ooh, are we, we going to make it? How many still feel that way? <laughs> Some Canadians really feel that way right now. Have you ever seen they're in a constitutional crisis up there? We need to pray for our Canadian brothers north of the border. They're going through some difficulty. But the Lord keeps you from all harm and watches over your very life. See, a lot of people think, oh, I gotta, I gotta take my life into my own hands. I gotta protect myself. I gotta make sure I get all that I need. Oh. <laughs> Life is not about you. And you what you, you don't have to survive. Life is not about merely surviving. <laughs> Life is about glorifying God. It's about others. Now, of course, we have the survival instinct. You shouldn't just lay down your life carelessly, right? But your life isn't about you. It's about God. Jesus said, greater love has no man than this, than he would lay down his life for his friends. That wasn't just about the cross. That's about a principle of truly spiritual disciples of Christ, that we are willing to lay down our life for others. Mm, that's scary talk, I know, for a lot of people. Like, but I don't want to do that. doesn't sound very fun. It sounds difficult. If he calls you to it, he'll equip you for it. Now, a lot of people, you've ever seen people that have stood up during mass shootings or in different situations where it seems like it took so much bravery? They were willing to die for others, and sometimes they do. They realize, you know what? I, I know where I'm going. I have a relationship with God. I'm going to heaven. If I die, I'm going to heaven. These people don't know Jesus. i got to protect them. It's so important that you have the kingdom mindset in everyday life. God will protect us. He'll save us from financial troubles. He'll save us from divisions in the church. He'll save us from disease and death. He'll help us in our recovery. COVID scares these days. And we, we just thank God that he can not only protect us, but then he can also favor us. Like the fact that we're in this building now, it's like, how do we get this building? How did, how did that happen? I was praying last year during 21 days of prayer and fasting and a guy just, hey, I have a building, it's empty. Do you want to use it? What? I was praying. I was praying. That's how it happened. God moved on someone's heart and they said, I have something, do you want to use it? And I said, yes. God said, yes. And we've been here ever since. You know, new members. When I think about growing the church, not just like kind of doing church the way we're doing it, the way we, no, no. God wants to take us to another level in 2022. He wants to grow some of you up a little bit. Like you've been baby Christians long enough now. It's time to grow in your knowledge of the scripture. It's time to really be a prayer warrior. It's time to take up the calling of your life and not just be a pew sitter. Not just be like, I'll go to church an hour on a Sunday and that's good enough. No, no. Embrace your calling. Who are you? Be the person God has called you to be. See what you're doing is very important. Not for you, but for his kingdom. And for others. Ooh, I, get that. I know I'm wild-eyed and you're looking at me like, what, what? I, I, you mean I'm supposed to do something? Yes! You're supposed to do something. It's my job as a pastor to equip the people to do the work of the ministry. 
to administer the church, not to be the preacher. Come on. I'm called to, to equip you and to strengthen you and to challenge you to be the woman of God, to be the man of God you're supposed to be. Ooh, it's getting quiet in this Baptist church this morning. You can't handle it. I know. We, we're going to grow you into it. We're going we're to grow you into it. Right? I know, I'm, I'm scaring some of you now. are like, oh, man, I, I don't know if I'm ready for all this. You're going to be all right. You're going to be all right. You know, I started out in church as a volunteer. I was just playing guitar. And a guy roped me in. He goes, hey, great playing on the, on the stage. Could you, could you maybe think about playing for youth group on Sunday nights? I'm like, sure, man, I'll do that. And then they stick a mic in my face like, you want to sing background vocals while you play guitar? Sure. And the next week, the worship leader's like, I'm sick. Can you lead? I'm like, okay, okay, I'll lead worship, I guess. By the way, could you teach a class for teenagers? Sure. I just kept on saying yes. I went from being a pew sitter to being a guitar player to being a backup singer to being the worship leader, then teaching a class, and then I became a youth pastor, and then I became a staff pastor, then I became a church planter and a lead pastor. I just kept on saying yes. And it might happen to you, too, if you just keep saying yes. You're like, oh, no, please don't. Oh, no. If he, if he calls you, he'll equip you. And he'll also give you the desires of your heart so that you'll want to do those things. Does that make sense? So it's an adventure. You go, where are we going, Lord? Come with me and I'll show you. <laughs> I'll show you what 2022 has for you. I'll show you the door I want you to walk through. I'll tell you who to talk to. I'll tell you what to say. Don't worry about what to say. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. And that's really what was spoken about in the early church. Jesus said, don't worry about what you're going to say. The Spirit will give you the words in the moment. You just, you just go. God is mighty to save. Number five, and there are max, if you throw it on the screen, the final parts of this. God, God, God has declared that we are blessed everywhere. We're blessed everywhere. The Lord keeps watch over you as you come and go, both now and forever. So it's not just when you're, <laughs> when you're doing good or when you're, you're like riding high or when you feel good, then God's with you. No, he's with you probably even more on your bad days. I mean, you feel like sometimes God is so far away and you think, God, where are you? He's there. He's there with you. He's there with you on your worst day. He's probably looking out for you even more when it feels like he's a million miles away. He cares for you so much. And we are blessed everywhere. I want to turn to the final passage here today, Deuteronomy 28, 1 through 14. Blessings of obedience. It says, if you fully obey the Lord your God by keeping all the commandments I'm giving you today, the Lord your God will exalt you above all the nations of the world. You will experience all these blessings if you obey the Lord your God. You'll be blessed in your towns and in the country. You'll be blessed with many children and productive fields. You'll be blessed with fertile herds and flocks. You'll be blessed with baskets overflowing with fruit and with kneading bowls filled with bread. You'll be blessed wherever you go, both incoming and ingoing. The Lord will conquer your enemies when they attack you. They will attack you in one direction, but they will scatter from you in seven. The Lord will bless everything you do and will fill your storehouses with grain. The Lord your God will bless you in the land that he's giving you if you obey the commandments 
that the Lord your God and walk in his ways. The Lord will establish you as his holy people, as he solemnly promised to do. Then all the nations of the world will see that you are a people claimed by the Lord, and they will stand in awe of you. The Lord will give you an abundance of good things in the land that he swore to give your ancestors, many children, numerous wife, livestock, and abundant crops. The Lord will send rain at the proper time from his rich treasury in the heavens and bless all the work you do. How about all your work that you do in 2022 to be fruitful and to be blessed? I know I do. He says, but you will never need, us. he says, you will lend to many nations, but you'll never need to borrow from them. If you listen to these commands of the Lord your God and carefully obey them, the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. You will, you will always have the upper hand. You must not turn away from any of the, the commands that I'm giving you today to follow after other gods and worship them. The condition is obedience. Say, God, I want to be blessed. Blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed as I come and as I go. At the beginning of the year, in the middle of the year, when I come to the holidays at the end of the year, that I can say, hitherto, up to this point, has the Lord helped us. So far, so good. <laughs> Jesus, you did it again. Here we are. We made it this far. I wonder where we're going next. A stone of remembrance, and he's going to be with you every step of the way as you walk with him. But if you go your own way, <laughs> there's no guarantee for you. <laughs> you follow the distractions of the evil one and the temptations, and you just let the world pull you in that direction, there's no blessing promised for you. There's blessings promised to those who, ob to those who obey, those who come under the shadow of his wings. Does that make sense? So Lord, take this year, take this church, take our lives, Make them into something that you can use for your glory. I believe most people, probably everyone in this room is probably a believer, but you know, over two-thirds of our giving and our ministry comes from people online. And we people that message us quite often that receive Christ by listening or watching online. Maybe you come and you're listening today and you say, I need Jesus. Uh, there's an acronym. You can put it on the screen. It's called LIFE. Living in freedom every day. When I say yes to God, I say yes to life. Another spot in, in, in Deuteronomy, he says to Moses and the, and the people of Israel, I'll give you the choice today. <laughs> choose life or choose death. But I pray you choose life. Because that's where the hope is found. That's where the favor is found. If you'll only turn and live. That's what Jesus offers. He offers his life. He died so that we could live. And what is true living? It's living in freedom every day. Freedom from sin. Freedom from fear. Freedom from anger. Freedom from our addictions and sins and all the stuff that pulls us down. You can know that freedom if you'll welcome Jesus in. If you'll turn over your life to his authority. To you, you submit your will to his will and to his way. You'll become a child of God. You'll be adopted into his family and you'll really start to live. What you've been doing up to this point, that's not really living. <laughs> Paul says to live is Christ, to die is gain. Jesus said, I have come that you might have life and that you'd have it more abundantly. Not a halfway life, complete life in God.
if you've never given your life to Christ. It's a simple exchange of just saying, Jesus, I want you to come in. Forgive me of my sin. I want you to take control. I want you to be the Lord of my life. I want to follow you. Now, that's not a magic prayer, but if you pray it and mean it, it begins a relationship that sets you on a path of discipleship. If you're ready to do that today, would you pray this prayer out loud? And let's pray loudly for those who might be praying online. Say, dear Jesus, Jesus. I'm sorry for my sin. Thank you for dying on the cross for me. I believe God raised you from the dead. According to the scripture. Please come into my heart. Be my savior and be my Lord. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for being here today, you guys. You are wonderful. I love uh, preaching to your smiling faces. I see lots of joy today. And that's really, that, that bodes well for the rest of this year. You keep the joy of the Lord. That's how you're going to find your strength. So a few things. The newcomers reception, don't forget next Sunday. Bring a guest next week. That would be great to have them be a part of our luncheon afterwards. They can get to know the church and get in on the Summit Growth Track. Maybe they're ready to get plugged into a ministry. Maybe they don't have a good church home. A lot of people would go to a good church if they could find a good one. Well, this is a good one, so bring them, all right? And then mark your calendar for the family swim night. Our Alpha course is going to have its launch on Thursday, February the 24th, and we're doing two training sessions on Thursday night, the 10th and the 17th, the two weeks prior to that launch night, and trying to get some live music that night. We're trying to make it a big launch for Alpha, and some of you may wanna be on the team, help with the food, be a greeter. Do one of the talks. All right? I know it's scary. So public speaking is the scariest thing for some of you. You you got this. You got this. I'll give you all the notes you need. I'll show you the video of what, how to do it. It's really fun, and it's a thrill. It's a thrill, everybody. And there's lots of other things going on, but that's good enough for now. Why don't you guys stand with me? I'll pronounce a blessing, and we'll go. Thank you, God, for helping us this far. 16 years of ministry is no joke. I pray you'd be with this church this year. Guide our steps. Go before us. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you. May the Lord be gracious unto you. Lift your countenance and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. If you want to partner with the ministry, you can hit the donation box in the back or click the donate button online, whatever platform you're watching on. We have a chocolate cake downstairs. Their 16-year anniversary, all right? So if you want a piece of chocolate cake before you leave, I'm going to slice it up and share slices. Max, play some music there, and we're going we're gonna to head out. But if you want a piece of cake, come on downstairs. Thank you so much for tuning in today to the ministry of Summit Church and the daily outreach of Wayne Hansen. You can support our ministry in many ways. Click the Donate button on our Facebook page, Summit Church of Castle Rock. Visit our webpage, mysummitchurch.com, and click the online giving link. Or mail your donation to Summit Church of Castle Rock, 200 South Wilcox Street, Box 243, Castle Rock, Colorado, 80104. Or finally, text your gift to 303-625-9434 and follow the prompts using your smartphone. You can also support us by connecting with our online community. Comment, like, share, follow, and subscribe on our various social media channels. Of course, we appreciate you joining us in daily prayer. 
I'm Sean Rima, and on behalf of Pastor Wayne and the Summit Church family, take care and have a great week. Remember, God loves you, and he has a wonderful plan for your life.